0: Community. So I'm going to start coaching on TikTok live. Okay. So you can be a part of that. So it's really cool. I'm going to record it and put it in the um, in the member community on Kajabi. So very cool. Okay. Let's see here. Woohoo. Mm. I got to get my Bluetooth off first. Okay, that won't work until I get that off. And just jamming out with my AirPods. Yay. Okay. TikTok. Okay. Woohoo. All right. Hey, you all. I'm actually recording this for my member community. So I coach teens. I'm Dr. Carla. Um, and so, pediatrician. Uh, Hopefully, you can hear me because I'm kind of a little farther away. I'm going to turn this up. Um, Okay. Pediatrician, life and weight coach, um, obesity medicine doctor, and someone who's gone through my own weight loss journey. And um, there's me over four years ago, four and a half years ago or more. And I'm the founder and coach for IME community. So if you are a teen, 12 to 18, or you, um you know a teen 12 to 18 who's struggling with their weight their body image um wants to improve their health or the parent of a teen parents can sign their um teens up for my member community so check out my website it's i m e community so those those letters here you go i have lots of free free stuff on there. youtube channel i have a podcast um that's just like ime community so make sure you like and subscribe to my youtube channel i'm putting out youtubes um i just counted up i have 20 hours of content on my youtube um channel so that's been awesome it's been a ton of work but it's also been so it's it's just everything that i coach um that i've been coached on that i've gone through is what i coach on and i just I'm so excited to bring it all to you. Somebody just asked me in one of my videos, commented, how can I sign up to work with you? Well, like I said, like I coach teens 12 to 18 and their parents um, in my member community. It's all web-based, but I love coaching adults and I coach you all here on TikTok. So, so far that's what I'm going to do. I also did uh, 12 week, maybe some of you participated in some of the weeks or saw some of my lives. I did 12 weeks of a reverse your insulin resistance challenge, which I finished up a few weeks ago. So those videos are all in there. I did 175 or more TikTok videos every day. I showed up and did at least one, obviously more than one most days. I did Instagram posts every day. I um, did reels. I did YouTube videos every week of the 12 weeks. I laid out all the content. It was just a hundred percent of what, and and please submit your life and weight coaching questions that you have. Um, I coach on low carb a lot. I coach on obesity's hormonal, uh, metabolic health approach, Um, uh, lots of coaching, lots of self-compassion work, my whole platform is about self-love superpower. Once you learn to have, learn the tools of self-compassion, then you are able to basically do whatever you want, because we're so taught that I can't tell you how important this is. (laughs) I did a video the other day that's getting a lot of views um, still, and Um, I hope you saw it, but it's my first like massive action weight loss tip for you. And that is to not give a shit what anybody thinks of you. And I know that sounds almost silly, but um, literally, I, um, I think that is probably the most important thing is that we become, we are able to reject the external and stop looking outside of ourselves for things to to fix ourselves, which, and to heal ourselves and heal our health and and improve our health and transform our health. And we want to get internal, get centered. We wanna have a journey that's a magical journey that um, is, is incredible. It's an opportunity to think about health transformation in a completely different way. And the first step though, is to really reject diet culture and thinking and how it comes up in you so you can start letting me know like how that comes up in you and so diet thinking and culture is like restrictive on again off again you know what are the harms of it and what have we gotten wrong so start thinking about like for yourself maybe um Some of the ways that you have, like you mobilize and have an attachment to your negative self-talk. You have an attachment and give your energy to empower away to your inner critic voice. And you haven't spent time realizing that it's just, here's my thought rainbow. I love my thought rainbow. It's awesome visual. So soft. Okay. So our thoughts. Create our feelings. We think it's the circumstances or situations in our life. So we think like it's the it's the weight that's doing it. No, it's not. Our, we can the situation can trigger a thought, um, but it's our our mind that has the two neurons that are synapsing together, coming together to create that spark that creates the thought. Here's the deal: a thought is like a rainbow. It just comes and it goes. Okay, it's like a sentence in your mind. It is a cloud going by and you are the quiet confidence of the blue sky. Okay, we are not aware of that we are not aware that a a thought is just like a rainbow that comes and goes, we think that we are our thoughts. We think that we we become so attached to the thoughts. And the problem is not our thoughts, okay? Because our thoughts, uh, that's what our brain does, right? We have tens and tens of thousands of thoughts every day. Most of them are just unconscious. Um, some of them are wacky. And the thing is, like, when you have an awareness of, you're not going to have an awareness of like all your thoughts all day. I mean, come on, (laughs) that's ridiculous. But if you're stuck, or if you have a goal you want to achieve, or if you have a problem that is in your life, and you, you really will benefit from learning the tools of creating thought awareness and just doing some what are called like thought downloads. What are those rainbows that are coming and going? And the problem is that we get attached to the thought, sometimes like a belief, like a belief is a powerful thought on a loop in our brain. And, um, we just keep give. if you keep creating, focusing on that, you're going to create more power there. Um, so tell me some of the f- maybe fixed and limited thoughts or beliefs about your past self and like past weight loss attempts. Or past diets or when you're thinking about like making a change and like moving forward and changing what you're eating tell me um, a little bit more about maybe so you can type in here and i can coach you on it and start to think about like what are some of the thoughts that are coming up and feelings about making a change um, so you can um you can type that in and i can tell you i've coached enough people believe me Everyone has their own individual thoughts. That's why I created IMA Communities. It's the power of the individual with the strength and support of a community of like-minded people who are going through what you're going through. But everybody has their own individual um, journey, right? Which is amazing, right? And we get to choose. It's so incredible. Um, but some of the things that I see a lot Um, our fixed and limited beliefs about our past self and diets and weight. And we bring all that in to now we bring all of it into the present and our brain just goes, whenever we're thinking about taking action, our brain is just like a status quo conserve energy, seek comfort, avoid pain, um, seek pleasure machine. Okay. That's how our brains are designed. And so whenever we're like thinking about taking action, there's nothing going wrong when your brain offers up a lot of self-doubt, a lot of fear of failure, um, and then your brain is like going look at evidence, right, to offer up of past failures. Every time I try to lose weight, here we go, I always end up 45 minutes, four days in the gym, making no progress. Okay. So the thing about exercise is it's incredible. There's so many health benefits. It helps for weight loss maintenance. It's really critical for that. Um, But as far as like going to the gym and, you can see some, you may need to look at different measures of success than weight loss, because you're probably increasing your lean muscle mass. You're probably, and you may gain weight. Your BMI may go up if you're focusing on exercise and going to the gym and lifting. Okay. And strength training. And then like your measurements may change. So you may improve your, um, your decrease your, if you have insulin resistance or a problem like that. But, um, and there's a lot of lab values. Obviously there's a lot of emotional, mental health issues. So keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. But if you're going to work out and and think that you're gonna lose weight, it's probably not gonna happen, okay? Typically we have to, I don't know what you're eating, but typically we have to change our eating, okay? We have to think of a different way of eating. Not everything has to be changed up. You get to decide, there's power in you deciding. And it's exciting to decide. Okay. And you own your choice and you get the information. So I really love the book, The Obesity Code. It's down here. I'm going to get it. Hold on. Here's a great book, The Obesity Code. It's by Dr. Jason Fung. It's an awesome book. I'm recording here too on my MacBook. Um, So I recommend this, we're listening on Audible or watching his videos or watching mine because I've done so many on reversing insulin resistance and taking a metabolic health approach and um, low carb lifestyle, which I don't even know why we call it low carb. You don't have to go all keto. Okay, gluten-free diet, but I'm pretty sure I have a hormonal issue because of where the weight is. Um, Is it um, like abdominal, like, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the gluten-free foods, just make sure that they don't have a lot of added sugars because they do. I know I had to eat gluten-free for my, yeah. So that's like more like insulin resistance when you have more of the visceral um, fat stores. So to um, to make some changes with your food, uh, just take it slow and uh, make sure you don't have uh, added sugars into those gluten-free foods because they do that to make them taste better. I don't know if they're still doing that because I haven't eaten gluten-free for a while, but check that out, make sure. And then, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, really balanced diet with um, complex carbs, lots of protein, and then making sure you're at, people are really hesitant to add fat in when we're stuck with the um, exercise calories in calories out mentality. And we're not closed systems. We're not machines. So, I would make sure that every time you're eating, you're you know, you're know getting enough protein, you're adding in protein, you're adding in fats. Um, those are gonna stabilize your blood sugar. That's what's gonna help you. Um, and then once you're um, kind of dialed in with those changes that you choose to do, then you can look at the timing of your eating and maybe look at doing some intermittent fasting um, to help with it, okay? But I wouldn't start with the fasting if you're still eating um, carbs or those gluten-free foods have um, sugars added to them because it can be pretty miserable to do that. And you need to get your body to where it's fat adapted, to where you can easily mobilize the fat stores. So you probably have some. You're welcome. Um, sneaky sugars. I call it ABC awareness before choice, and I coach my teens on that. Like it's you just just look at it. There's so much crap added to our foods, and um, it just it just comes in lots of sneaky ways so look at look at that and then you can find something you know choose the option that is not um that is not uh doesn't have those sweeteners in it. Okay. Cause there's enough of that. The other thing is like, I eat pretty, I would say I I eat gluten-free because I don't eat flour and I don't eat sugar. Usually I eat sugar sometimes and flour. Um, I'm not allergic to it, but I just have it for like a intentional, like joy. eat. But I've been on a low carb lifestyle for, for over four years. So I lost 57 pounds. This was me in March, 2017 with my family in Hawaii. It's awesome. Um and awesome trip so uh i started weight uh and life coaching in september 2017 and then it was 11 months of uh weight loss and then i decided to i've been working on childhood obesity for almost two decades i had a clinic i started this big population health center with children's here And I had a nonprofit before, and I just decided, you know what, I really need to get all of this amazingness to teens. And then I've had so much fun. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, How are you? I, and then I'm having so much fun coaching you all on TikTok. It's been awesome. So check out my videos. I'll probably, I am, there's no probably to it, going to put out a book that has the 12 weeks of the reverse your insulin resistance challenge. And it has all of the, um, content, but you can follow me on Instagram, IME community, and there's posts like every day that you could go back through. Um, but I think what would be really cool is if you, um, maybe wait till I get the, get the book out. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and, um, anyway, so, Okay, so one of the things that I want you guys to um, you're welcome. one of the things that I want you all to do is to think about um, think about your definition of health, okay? You, great. Um, whole food plant-based eating awesome. I love it. I don't, I'm not vegetarian, but I think there, there are some dietitians. One of my good friends here is amazing, amazing community, like dietitian and advocate who I've worked with forever at the health department. She has her like certification. So you can find, um, you can find a dietitian. I bet who has that certification who you would work with. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. You know, the night is still young. Maybe I'll do that eventually. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think there's so many reasons like environmentally and just, you know, if it aligns with your values, you know, it's cool. There's some good, um, there's a few I've seen. I'm sure there are more than, than I know of on this app, you know, TikTok teaching us everything. But one of the, one of the first things to do for yourself is to create your own definition of health and it's really powerful. So I even, um, uh, lactating, okay. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I um, I don't know if you're asking me that, but I haven't been lactating for a number of years. My son's 15, so 14 years. Okay, so um, got me off filter here. Okay, I'm gonna find my little thing uh, that had the okay, the definition of health that I was coaching my teens on. So the thing is, is that we don't oftentimes um, create our own definition of health, our own, like, what's your personal definition of health? And I I can tell you, like, even as a physician, and I asked my husband this too, he's a physician too. And we were just kind of like, wow, we never even really thought of it. And he was like, well, it's the absence of disease. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, prevention of disease. And it's, um, you know, all encompassing, holistic, like emotional, spiritual, meaningful work, relationships, you know, the health of your relationships, the health of the climate. I mean, it's just so much. But the thing is, we want to create a definition of health that has nothing to do with our weight or that is just weight neutral okay because i've taken care of so many patients over all these years and i can tell you like we know absolutely nothing about anyone's health i mean when these cyber bullies on TikTok are like going after people who um, are body positive creators or um posting their weight loss journeys or posting their health journeys or what they ate as somebody who's an intuitive eater, who's not interested in losing weight, all great information and content and help. And then you get these cyber bullies who are like, just assuming that they're diabetic and they have a shortened lifespan and they know nothing, you know we just really know nothing and it's none of our business but each of us can create our own uh what's the best way to facilitate a healthy relationship with weight and food with young children well the best thing for sure is and studies show that the same things that um that are that promote um health and a healthy relationship with food and weight um, are for like and prevent um, overweight and prevent eating disorders are promoting a positive body image and also family meal times. So don't talk about weight. Don't be a parent who's going on diets and don't get fixated on your kids' weight when they go to the doctor. Um, make sure that weight is neutral. You can talk about overall health. Um, and wellness and just feeling well and like create your family's definition of health. And then, um, you know, with family mealtimes, you can um, include the kids and um, just don't, I love Ellen Satter's work, E-L-L-Y-N for Ellen and Satter, S-A-T-T-E-R. She's an amazing, very well-known dietitian for decades and the guru on the division of responsibility, like what's the parent's role and what's the kid's role. And it's just really beautiful work, okay? And um, I love the the intuitive, if you have teens, let me show you. Of course, I want them all to join IME community and check out my website, IME community. And I do have some uh, YouTube videos and podcasts that I've done. Um, to on to coach parents on like how to talk to your teens about like BMI or your kids and get ahead of it um, before the visit with the doctor or after because doctors we don't always do a good job we don't always ask permission like we're supposed to so um you can get ahead of it a little bit so facilitating those discussions um also um the intuitive eating workbook for teens is really awesome I'm working my teens in the community through this so um, this is super helpful so you want your you know how our toddlers are just grazers, right sometimes they drive us nuts and you have to look at you know working with parents is like just look at it over a week's time and did they get this in on this day and that in on that day and they're just better at regulating um and then that just gets kind of pushed out of us right um, once we get into school and have the different routine and structure and then they become you know there's more ads and there's more social pressures as they get older with eating and um so then they kind of lose their intuitive eating so that's what we want to keep and so we want to make sure that we're not focused focusing on weight We're focusing on our kids' strengths and their creativity and their gifts and um, enjoying meals and um, not making weight mean anything about them, okay? Um, And then so just listen to some of my podcasts on that too. Um, I did one called Parents Know Best, Um, maybe not. Because I think we're stuck in diet culture. I mean, we have been. So what I'm trying to do is I'm actually writing a book. I'm really far into this book. Is um, It's like 200 pages so far. Wow. But um, going to be lots of editing. But um, the thing is, I'm helping parents reject diet culture and thinking so that they can find self-love and then they can help their teens lead a more healthy, balanced, and fun life so that they aren't, because right now so many teens, especially with the pandemic, they're very inhibited by the weight and there's social phobias and anxieties and things like that. So that's a lot, that's a long answer, but, um, but you can do it, you can raise healthy kids. And I just wouldn't, I, I did the food issues podcast with Julie Relevant um, it's called food issues. I did that a while ago. she interviewed me about my career and childhood obesity and um, pan talked about pandemic weight gain and my major thing with that is like please don't don't be alarmed. like let's not double down on all the stuff um that, um, hold on. I'll ask your question. I answer your question. Okay. Please let's not double down on all the stuff that we've been doing that hasn't been working. Okay. So you're asking, how do you get help? So what do you want help specifically with? So I show up on TikTok lives to do coaching because I love coaching and, um, thanks for following everybody. And thanks for joining. Um, and i do i have a youtube channel ime community i have an instagram uh all that stuff is great stuff for any age and then ime community is for teens 12 to 18 struggling with their weight or body image i have a membership community and then i also coach the parents um if you want help here um follow me and i've done tons of videos i'm going to be putting out a book That um, has my 12 weeks reverse your insulin resistance challenge in there, and so I made it 12 weeks because that's what it that's how long it takes to create a healthy habit stick okay and I put in everything that I have had. Everything that I've intentionally built over over four years since I started, like with the coaching and my weight loss journey, and took my obesity medicine boards and did all the self-compression work. I was six, I wa- sixty one pounds in seventy three days here on TikTok. That is too much weight, though. Um, yeah. Um, okay. That's a lot of weight uh, I hope that you are eating. And, um, I mean, I'm not judging, but I'm still obese. Take a pause, you know, like it's okay. Like your body may hit the plateau and that's okay. My dad don't be, don't put it on a, uh, don't put it on a timeline. Like I was literally like Clinically obese and doing this I was like the I'm the guru in like childhood obesity in my state and well known nationally too. And it's like I had a weight I became clinically obese. My dad was a big supporter of my eating disorder. Now. I hear him talking about weight loss intermittent fast in front of my nine year old niece. Yeah. That's too bad. We don't want to talk too much about that. In fact, when I was doing my weight loss journey, because I really never talked about my weight, and I have two girls, and so I was nervous about that. And I was going low carb and then I added in fasting. And then um, I usually talked a lot about different stuff. And um it kind of like, I mean, they're fine, they're totally fine, they're super healthy eaters and everything. Um, and they're 18 and almost 21, but, uh, they're very open with me. And they were like that, all the fasting, like the longer fast kind of messed with their heads. So I, you know, I really did stop that when I got to maintenance. I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, when I got to my goal weight, I was like, it's okay if I gain, you know, 10 pounds or something. And then I kind of stay here um 292 pounds down to 231 okay goal is 175 feeling good now okay great and remember it's like um you did intermittent fasting okay so what do you do for the hours you're um are you taking medication too and what do you do for eating the other thing is like your body you know you're you're probably adjusting your weight set point um So no meds. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, Yeah, I I mean, you just, you know, lighten up. I just think that the, um, I hope that with the nine-year-old niece, I mean, we just need to stop that uh, talking about, and the fixation is so boring, right? I mean, it's like, we're here to lead our big magical lives. And yeah, I mean, our food system really conditions us to over-desire sugary foods, um, literally. Um, what's GTG? I probably should know. Oh, gotta go. Um, okay, good luck. Um, follow me and make sure you're signing on, getting on and keep us posted on how you're doing, okay? Good job. I was literally toward the end of my weight loss journey. I was losing a pound a month, you <laughs> know? So I eat healthy, fresh food and it sounds awesome. So good job. That's awesome. Have a good night. Uh, But I really like this um, intuitive eating workbook for teens. I also really love, uh, there's some specific things in here, like what are the reasons why you eat? And I worked on this with my um, teens who I coach last week. And so um, it was like seven reasons that you rank them um so let me see if I can figure this out um. Okay first i'll tell you what, like we defined health I define health, this is from teens okay a little bit from me, I have my little easel here. (laughs) Let me see if this will work. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if it's a mirror image on TikTok. I don't think it is. So we define health as when I ask teens, what health means to them. So figure out your own. Okay. And I'm going to summarize this in a a statement that I can put on my website for my platform for IME community. So anyway, okay. So um, you feel happy about yourself, which I thought was really cool. Um, I don't have a food condition where I'm restricting. so you you have a healthy relationship with food. I can make slow changes. So they're fine with making a slow, steady change and being consistent. If If one one part of health, we talked about the different parts of health. and so they said if one part of health isn't hundred percent, then the others suffer. Yeah right? That makes sense. And I thought that was really cool how they thought about it. So like, and they all said like the emotional and mental health is the most important part of health and that really everything kind of depends on that. But then the physical health is a part of that too, right? So if you're, well, no, like when we're moving and exercising that that helps us. And I, I'm needing to do that this week. It's been cold. Um, physical is important for sports, they said. Um, the way your body looks doesn't matter when it comes to health. Okay. So that is really a weight neutral uh, way of defining health, which is really healthy. Okay. Um, Talking to people, talking to people when you need help. So having a community of support is an important part of health, according to teens. Um, And then knowing, knowing when you need help. Too recognizing like, I need help. Like I, I'm not, I'm not alone. And, um, and then the other thing was to take breaks, to get, have fun and to relax. So that's a big part of health. No, knowing when you need to relax, restoration, restore. So I really like, um, you can't read it. Okay. We'll just have to listen to me. Thank you though. Um, how to mirror on this on TikTok lives, but I'll figure it out someday. (laughs) Anyway, I thought that was really cool. So I'll make a summary statement and then that'll be like the IME community definition of health, but you all create your own. So like maybe you can create like six different like health vision words or health values that you hold dear and make sure weight has zero to do with it. Okay. Okay. I I think it's or weight can be neutral. Weight can be a neutral part of it. Okay. Um, And also the one of the things that I really liked that the teens didn't put in here was they didn't put a lot about habits. So it wasn't like, um, like shaming or it just was a beautiful way of thinking about it, like a very supportive way of thinking about health. And so I think that's really helpful and we all need to do that. So just write down like maybe six visionary words that will tie into like your, um, your, what is your vision for health? What is your definition for health and your vision? And then that's so powerful. And when it comes from you and you decide, and you spend time thinking about it, then you get to make powerful health transformation change whether you want to lose weight reverse your insulin resistance it it doesn't matter like or any goal that you want that is going to be so powerful for you and so maybe you write down those words on a post-it note you know or you stick it like you have like i have this fun pen um and you gotta have fun okay that's my whole thing you got to make it fun to get it done you can have a new way of thinking about weight loss and health. Okay. It doesn't have to be freaking grilling. All right. I'm not saying that getting off sugar or, you know, cutting back isn't hard because it is Uh, because our brains are so conditioned to it. I have these cute little note cards with the rainbow on top of this little character's head. So cute. So I like writing stuff like that. So I would write like my, if I were you like, write like a word, maybe, six different like health values or vision words on each one of these or write them all down on one. And then like put put it on a bulletin board, put it in in a book, you know, carry it with you or put it on a post-it note, stick it up somewhere where it's visible, okay? Those are like your guide words. Those are your guide words that will help you. And it's important for you to create that like for yourself. So, okay. Um and the other thing I was going to share with you all is that um okay um, I can share that too. Here's the other thing is that in the intuitive eating workbook, sorry it's loud. Um so what are the reasons we eat? What are the reasons why we eat? And, um, you probably won't be able to read this either, but I'll just yell it out. (laughs) Oh yes. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're revisiting it because otherwise we just forget it. Right. If we don't write it down and, you know, we're like, wait, I had these really good ideas and I did this work, you know, that was so important to me. All right. So there's like seven reasons within this, intuitive eating workbook and it's good to rank them like why do you eat (laughs) what are the reasons you eat uh so nourishment pleasure comfort procrastination distraction which is kind of like procrastination um numbing to numb out um or punishment um i crossed this out because who i was coaching he was like i don't punish myself with food i'm like okay um that's good and so then we you rank them um in the order like what's the number one reason you eat and um it would be good to do this exercise like nourishment pleasure um i would prob i would say one and two for sure for me and then um i would put numbing at 3 I definitely don't punish myself with food, so I wouldn't put that one, or maybe for seven, I guess it doesn't count. Um, I would say uh, four for distraction, five for procrastination, uh, maybe comfort would go up higher, and then seven for punishment, since I don't do that. But anyway, just you know, write those down too and start doing that work for yourself so you can figure out. It's like self-awareness, self-discovery is powerful. So nourishment, pleasure, comfort, procrastination, um, is extremely spicy food. (laughs) It is for me fuel. Yeah. So nourishment. Yeah. Nourishment. So what it says in this book is that you want the number one reason to be nourishment, the number two reason to be pleasure. I look at it kind of a little bit different from pleasure. That's a really good term for health at every size folks. I, I, also think like, um, with the way that I eat, like I really enjoy my food, but I don't know that pleasure would be the word. Cause I was kind of trying to get out of that a little bit by cutting back on the sugar. The number one reason anyone overeats is because of boredom. Yeah. True. And also just conditioning in our brain. We have over desire. Um, and yes, it's true. Boredom, stress, numbing out. Um, it's, you know, it's a habit we numb out we feed our emotions when we're emotional eaters um so yeah that's true boredom is a big deal especially with the teens that I coach boredom is a huge deal and then you have um you have all the sugary crap added to foods so then you're like sugar begets sugar is what I always say so we eat sugar And then our insulin spikes and then our blood sugar goes down and then we crave sugar again. So then you're just like kind of on this like sugar begets sugar, you know, it's like going back for that donut, that little slice of donut, that little, you know. Um, And then we get into scarcity mindset sometimes with food. Do you ever have that where you're worried about um, and also food waste issues? A lot of people overeat because of that because maybe they have um, food waste and they don't stop when they're full. Um, So, okay, this is powerful work. I mean, we're already talking about like a definition of health that you personally define that's weight neutral. (laughs) It's awesome. And the reason defining the reasons why you eat. So just a lot of powerful, like self-awareness, self-discovery. And I've already coached you all on this live on... What are some of the fixed and energy drinks? Yeah, energy drinks, yeah. If you stay busy, it might help get your mind on something else. Yeah, other than food, right. Instead of just, because distraction is kind of like, if you eat for distraction, it's really procrastinating on what you're supposed to do, right, and then you're like eating and then pushing off what you need to do even farther and causing more stress for yourself, yeah. I agree. Um, exactly To, but you know, that's a mindfulness habit and those are tools that you build up, right? That's kind of some self-efficacy, some self-agency you create it, like what works for you, what gets you to disrupt your urge, you know? And if you have a feeling that's coming up like boredom or stress or sadness or anxiety, then what happens is when our brains are conditioned, we have these strong pathways to crave the sugary food. And again, like this is how our brains are because of all the foods, added sugars in our food system. There's nothing going wrong with your brain if that's what's going on with you. Okay. I promise. So what happens is that um, we sense a negative feeling and then our brain's like eat, 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 because you get a little dopamine hit and zing from it. Okay. So it's really Yeah, it's powerful. And what was the workbook? Here's this called, they have it for adults too. The intuitive eating workbook for teens. They have these for adults. They're really good. I really like it. Um, So in intuitive eating, there's a lot of great intuitive eating coaches on um, TikTok. And I really love it. I think that um, you can do... um, You can do uh, intuitive eating. Will work better if you have dialed in to reduce your intake of um, processed carbs and refined sugar. I, I think that that's so important. I can't imagine really being in tune if you have insulin resistance or if you're, you know, like kind of conditioned to overeat and you're over desiring a lot of carbs, that that's really the focus is to kind of first get a balanced diet. But intuitive eating is non-diet, it's body positive way to create a healthy relationship with food, so awesome. Really being into what an example of intuitive eating, be eating roasted nuts instead of potato chips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're just making an intentional choice. So you're making the decision ahead of time from your higher level brain right instead of just being in the moment and doing what we usually do okay and so we can't like think that we're going to have um we're going to have this huge uh like flip of a switch and just decide oh i'm going to be an intuitive eater tomorrow we have to think about it like ahead of time and we have to think about some of those beliefs that we're stuck in about our past self and about um changes in our eating and some of the challenges. And so what are some of the beliefs and thoughts coming up for you that maybe will get in your way? Those are the obstacles. And so all you have to do is create some powerful thought awareness and, and then you'll can see, oh, that's why I'm feeling this way because our thoughts create our feelings. And so our feelings drive our actions or inactions and our actions create our results, which we think, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's our current thinking that creates our current result, our current thought, creates our current reality. And that's really powerful because we think it's our way, we think it's our circumstances, we think it's what somebody else said or did, and then we go to changing those things to think that we, because we believe, and we've been taught this, I mean, in all defense of all of us, um, that that is what's going to make us feel a certain way because human beings, we want to feel a certain way. So everything we do or avoid doing or want somebody else like our kids <laughs> or a partner or um, friends, anybody in the workplace to do is because I'm coaching on weights I'm a life and weight coach, pediatrician, obesity medicine doc. That's what's going on here. So we're talking about a lot about intuitive eating and we're talking about the reasons why we eat. And um, (laughs) like, I am sad. I need chocolate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Just get like a high percentage of dark chocolate and eat a couple squares of it and have a little cream. Um, Yeah. How do you invert? I don't even know. I should know that. Is it here on the Uh, Oh mirror your video I just did it. Did it work. I think it worked now. Let me know if it did yeah okay good so here and it's still light, I know, but uh, see, can you see the seven reasons to eat you guys ignore these and these are not in any order, but you decide and that's awareness for yourself okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I've had three kids, and I've lost, I've lost fifty-seven pounds. Yeah, exactly. No, I look great. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so nourishment, pleasure, comfort, procrastination, distraction, numbing, and punishment. So those are the seven reasons why. And thank you. Uh, Those are the seven reasons why. Yeah, I mean, people just comment on bodies. It's like, go to med school, do this work, come and coach on TikTok for free, and then have somebody show up and tell you and comment on your physical appearance. You know, I don't care. (laughs) I'm just like, I've done enough amazing work. I really don't care. Um, So just everybody, thank you. Anyway, um, we all wanna just get out of that bullshit, right? I mean, who cares? Obviously I do. <laughs> anyway, okay, so just think about the ways that you eat and just put some thought into it, okay? It's super powerful. All right, let's see here. Um, no ill intentions here, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. I should get a sponsorship from Lacroix. <laughs> okay, so um, what else should we what else should we coach on tonight? Um, does, anybody have, um, any other, um, does anybody have any other Does anybody have any other life or weight coaching things going on? Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.